Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda, and I am coming with one more episode for today. As I mentioned in the last one, that I would be um, sharing a devotional with you either this evening or tomorrow morning. And I decided to do it this evening as I have some downtime and hopefully no interruptions or distractions. <laughs> so, um, in, in Yeshua's name, I'm going to get this word out with little to no distractions or interruptions um, because in the morning I will not be available. So I'm going to go ahead and share this um, this evening with you all. So I wanted to come on and share this this really nice um, devotional that I read this morning concerning marriage, and it's called Different from the Rest by Gary Thomas. Um, If you haven't read any of of his books, he's a really um, great author who I also feel is um, in his calling and is Holy Spirit filled as he writes his books. So I really enjoy his writings, especially in regards to marriage which I think that's all he's written about is marriage. Um, but I have read some of his, his books and they are very, very good. Um, so I wanted to share this, this devotional. Um, I just thought it would be nice for all of us to hear myself included in regards to our God-ordained marriages. So it reads, Let me put a saying by the 19th century churchman Horace Bushnell, in the language of marriage, he said, No married couple is ever called to be like another. Elohim has as many plans for married couples as he has couples, and therefore he never requires them to measure their life by any other couple or marriage. So you compromise one half of a unique couple, ordained and orchestrated and called by Elohim. No other couple has your gifts your weaknesses, your history, your dynamics, your children, and your calling. There is great freedom in accepting our couple identity as it is. We might be strong in this area and weak in that, vulnerable here or impenetrable there, excelling in this or often failing in that, but we are a unique couple called forth by Elohim to fulfill our unique purpose in this world. Elohim has established your home in your marriage, and that's the life he wants you to live. Never look to other couples to measure your worth. Look to Elohim to fulfill your call. Don't compare yourselves with other couples to measure your happiness or success. Compare your obedience with Elohim's design on your life to measure your faithfulness. Become comfortable with your story and your identity as a couple. Relish it. Never compare it. Just be faithful to the the unique vision Elohim has given. Um, Sorry, that the unique vision Elohim has given to the the unique you, and that's a plural you. Elohim doesn't need another couple, just like one he's already made. He is so much more creative than that. Rather, he wants to release and bless the unique couple that is you and your spouse. So that was the devotional and I wanted to share that because it takes me back to the very first 
um, episode that I did in this podcast and that that was talking about the differences between a godly marriage and a secular marriage. Um, And the reason why that takes me back is because one of the major differences between the two is that godly marriage has a purpose or a calling or an assignment, whichever word you want to use, attached to your marriage. So there's something that you have and there's something that your spouse has that the two go together to fulfill a calling or an assignment or a purpose together for Elohim, for the purpose of his kingdom, um, and for his glory. Okay. Um, I also talked about, I think I mentioned this in quite a few episodes, uh, specifically the episode that I did for men talking about, you know, um, why it's dangerous to be in a counterfeit relationship. And one of the things that I had mentioned was that, you know, when you are in a counterfeit relationship, and it really goes both ways, but I had geared this more towards men. Um, When you are in a counterfeit relationship, you cannot walk in your calling, you can only go so far and then suddenly you're stuck in your life. You can't go any further because the person that you are with does not have what is needed for you to walk in that calling fully because it requires your wife, right? Your, your, your help, your helper, your help me. Okay. And so I've mentioned it quite a bit because it's true because re- remember a marriage that Elohim ordains is a marriage that has purpose. And there's something that needs to be fulfilled, you know? So when you are in a counterfeit relationship, when you are in a relationship or even a marriage with someone that he never called you to be with, you're not actually going to be able to fulfill the calling he's placed on you. You can only go so far. And I, I've seen this, you know, and, and this is why when I did that episode, I, I geared it towards men because I've seen it a lot more with men than I have women. You know, I've seen men where, because remember, you know, men really connect themselves like who they are to their work and so on, right? They take a lot of of pride in that, you know, they connect who they are with that. So when they feel that they're not fulfilled in their job or their career or their education or, or even just how they're raising their family or how they're providing and stuff, it can really cause them to feel really negative or feel stuck or just feel unfulfilled, period. Um, And, you know, I've seen it to where men will either change jobs or they'll further their education, they'll go back to school because they're trying to find that fulfillment (laughs) and they can't find it because the problem is more than likely, and it can be their job, it can be that they're in the wrong job, but more than likely the problem is is the relationship they're in. That woman that they're with is not their helper. That was, that was ordained or orchestrated by God. So therefore that woman doesn't have in her to help this man in his calling and vice versa. It goes both ways. And I think I once used a metaphor where I said, I think it's called a metaphor, (laughs) Where I was talking about, you know, being in a a wrong relationship is like, you know, trying to take two puzzle pieces that do not fit together. They don't go together, but yet you're, you're trying to make it work and it's not going to happen, you know? And I say puzzle pieces because they are the, 
the strangest shapes. They're unique shapes that are specifically created to fit with a specific piece. It can't go to any other pieces, no matter what you do. You know? No matter what you do, you it, it, it's just not going to fit with any other piece but the one it was created to fit. That it was made to fit. So it's the same thing when it comes to God-ordained marriages. Because remember, when, when you look at the first marriage, and this is the second time that I'm bringing this up today. You know, remember that when Elohim created a wife for Adam, he created her from him. So metaphorically speaking, men, your wives are created to fit you. Because metaphorically speaking, they came from you. Meaning that Abba created your wife to fit you, to fit your needs, to be what you need. And men, if you try to find that in any other woman, you won't find it. You could be with this woman for, for several years. And before you know it, you're no longer, you're, you're not fulfilled. You're just, you feel stuck. You don't know what's going on. Things aren't working out. Things have become worse. They're toxic. And you're just like, why do I feel stuck? Like my life is going nowhere. And it's because you are with someone who is not your rib. That woman does not fit you. That woman does not come from you. Metaf- again, metaphorically speaking. There's so much that the first marriage tells us when you really study that scripture and and what took place. Because again, like I said in my previous episode, you know, Elohim could could have created Eve from the ground just as he did Adam and and all the animals and, and the vegetation, everything. But he didn't. Instead, he decided to form Eve from one of Adam's ribs. Men, your God-ordained wife is your missing rib. A lot of men during their during their single time, and women feel this way too, but a lot of men during while they're single, they feel lonely. Like they feel like they're missing something. When you're not careful with that feeling, sometimes that's what can drive individuals to go into a relationship that was not meant for them. Or simply the enemy will cause them to fall into a counterfeit relationship, right? To keep you from what, what God has for you. But, you know, we should always use our single time to focus on Elohim and to learn who we are, you know, our identity in the Messiah, our purpose, our calling, right? But the reason why you feel that way is because you're missing something and it's your missing rib. And again, I'm metaphorically speaking, or even if you're not even in a, in a wrong relationship, you're just by yourself and, and you find that no matter what you do, you can't seem to move forward because you need your rib. You need that wife to fulfill that calling. Now, does that mean that everything that Abba's calling you to do means that you're going to do it with your spouse? No, not always. Some of it you'll do before you, you step into your marriage. You know, there might be little things, little assignments that he'll call you to do. And it doesn't mean you have to do it with your spouse. They could, this could be before and it's getting you ready. But your biggest calling, if you are called to marriage, you need your God-ordained spouse. It can't be with anybody else. You can try all you like, 
but you will not move forward in the calling he's placed over you if you do not have that spouse next to you. And this goes for women too. I have heard of several sisters stuck because they haven't stepped into their marriage yet. And they're, and it's a part of their plan. It's a, or not their plan. It's a part of their lives. It's, it's a part of the plan he has for their lives. And they realize they can't go any further because they don't have that, their husband yet to do the assignment with. And again, it could be, it could be several things. It could be the children the two of you are going to have. So yeah, it, until you have these children, it's not going to move forward, right? The two of you need to come together in order to have these children, right? It could be that the two of you are going to plant churches or you're going to make a ministry together, you know? Or maybe you're going to go into the mission field together. You know, it could be it could be so many different things. But the thing is that neither one of you can do it by yourselves. It needs to be with that God-ordained spouse. And if you're by yourself, then you got to wait until you step into that marriage, which is in his, his timing. If you are in a wrong relationship or a counterfeit relationship, you're delaying the process. And you will not be able to move forward in your life. You're going to constantly stay stuck where you are at. Because you were with someone that was not called to help you walk in that that purpose. So men, you are with someone who is not your rib. This woman does not fit you. You could have had a child or children with her. The sex could be good. The, you know, you guys make a pretty couple, whatever. But if she doesn't fit you, she doesn't fit you. That's it. (laughs) I mean, that's it. It, it. it doesn't matter anything else. If she does not fit you in terms of your calling and your purpose, that's it. And it's, it's, it's the same the other way around for women. He could be extremely handsome. He can make all this money. He can make you really happy. He could be really good in bed. You know, maybe he's a father to your child or a few children or whatever. But if he is not the one that Elohim calls you to be with... To fulfill that purpose that he has given over you. You're going to be stuck where you're at. And you're not going to be able to move forward. Pretty soon, all that, all that, you know, he's handsome. He's got all this money. He's good in bed. This, that, the next thing. All that's going to wear off. And you're going to realize, why do I feel stuck and unhappy and unfulfilled? Men, same with you. All that's going to wear off. The good looks, the the compliments, the being good in bed, the this, that, and the next thing, and all that, all that's going to wear off, and you're going to still feel unfulfilled. Because those things are a bonus, but it's not what's most important. And again, like I said in the beginning, that's the difference between a godly marriage and a secular marriage. Godly marriage is more than the spouses. It's bigger than that. It has to do with the purposes the two of you have and what you're going to fulfill within the kingdom of Elohim. All those other things are bonuses. Okay, the, the, the being attracted, the being good looking, the, the enjoying the intimacy, the having the children, which can also be a part of the purpose if you're in the right relationship. But all of that is really second next to what the two of you are going to fulfill together for Elohim. But also don't let those things be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't let those things be what's going to cause you to fall into 
anything that is not of his will for you either. Because remember, that is how the enemy tempts us, right? Those temptations. You know, men, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. I've never been with somebody like that. And, you know, and just looking at all of these outward things, or oh my gosh, he has a lot of money and his stature is really, you know, known and and this and that, or he's well known. And, you know, listen, you got to be careful with stuff like that. And remember, I've said it before in my previous episodes that, you know, I was not going to bring you together with somebody that you absolutely do not find attractive in any way. But it's not about those things either. Yes, your spouse will have things that you will be outwardly attracted to and will enjoy about your spouse, but it's not the most important things. And you have to be careful. You know, when people say they have a type, they have a preference, you know, this, that, and the next thing, I try to tell people, just be careful with that, you know, because that can be really misleading and that can cause you to fall into things that aren't going to be good for you or can actually be sinful so you have to really really be careful with that as well you know because the enemy will tempt because remember he's he's all about that he's all about the counterfeit he likes to make stuff look good or look like it's from God or he might know what you like or you know what your flesh will like but not your spirit and not not what Elohim has for you. So you have to be really careful. That's how a lot of people fall into it. You know, it's either they feel that puppy love or they're super attracted to the person. There's a lot of sexual chemistry, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it is when it's with the wrong person. You know, and before you know it, you're, you're basically in a stronghold. You're in bondage with this person. And so, you know, I've, I've, you know, for those of you that have been listening to my podcast since the beginning, you know, I've talked about these things before. Um, you really got to be careful. You really got to be careful because it, these are things that will trap you and they can and will become sinful because you're automatically with somebody that you're not supposed to be with. And remember, I mentioned in my previous episode, yes, there's free will and you're welcome to choose it. I do not recommend it, but you're welcome to choose it. Because remember, Elohim is love, which means that he cannot force us to do anything. Because then that would just go against who he is. Because forcing something or someone is not love. But I can tell you this from experience, from someone who did not grow up in a Christian home, for someone who did not become a believer until 26 because I just was never taught or shown. Um, you're going to want to choose his will for your life. Okay. It's a hard road, but so is your own will. And so is being in the world, but you're going to want to choose his will for your life. Don't, don't do your own will. Don't think you know better than him. Don't think that you have more freedom or anything like that. You know, choose his will. He's not going to force you to do it. He's going to wait for you to say, Abba, I want your will for my life. Your will be done, not mine. I want what you have for me. And I want to be obedient to you and I want to love you and I want to follow you. You know, repent of whatever sins and just realign yourself with him and allow him to come into your life fully 
you know, humble yourself and submit to him and surrender to him fully. Allow him to redeem you, bring you back to him, and he will begin working your life. Okay, because remember, yes, we serve him. Yes, we're, we live obedience to his word. But he also loves us, protects us, blesses us, provides for us, rewards us. You know, all of the promises that we see in scripture. And he will help you to understand your purpose, who you are in him, why he created you, why you're on this earth for such time as this. And boy, do we know that right now we're in, <laughs> we're in quite, quite some times right now. And I've always said one of the biggest things, one of the worst things that any of us could ever have is pride. You know, there's a reason why the scripture says that, you know, um, pride goes before destruction. You know, it's just, I've seen what pride does to people um, around me and close to me, and it's, it's never been anything good. Um, and when we have pride or, or fear um, or shame or guilt or any of those things that we know are not from him, um, it really can have an effect on us. And it really can not only put a wedge between us and Elohim, but it can cause a lot of delay in your life and a, a lot of unnecessary heartbreak. So, but when it comes to marriage, coming back around to the whole point of the, of the message when it comes to marriage, you know, Abba created you for your, for your, I'm talking to women, Abba created you for your husband's husbands, Abba created you for your wives, and you both have a calling that's been given to each of you by him that fit together, and your union will be unique, and it is not to compare with anybody else. Do not compare your journeys. Do not compare who you are. Do not compare the season that you're in in your marriage. Don't compare your family dynamics or anything like that with anybody else because you're meant to be how you're meant to be. And that's that. And that's another reason why I was just saying in the previous episode that when Ava starts bringing you all together and you start coming into your marriage and life together, don't tell, don't be so quick to tell everybody what's going on. Especially if you, if neither one of you really have anybody in your life that you can trust or, you know, that, that are truly happy for you or they support you, you know what I mean? And your callings and and what Elohim is calling you both to do with your family, you know, keep it, keep it quiet. Keep it between yourselves and Elohim. That's it. And when he gives you the green light and says, okay, I want you to share with loved ones. I want you to share with friends. I want you to share it on social media. I want you to go ahead, then go ahead and do it. But until he tells you to do it, don't do it. Because by doing that, you are giving room and foothold to the enemy to come in and start attacking everything that Abba's doing in your lives, your marriage, your family. You're also going to have unwanted criticism, opinions. You're going to have, you know, people who mean well, but because they don't understand Abba's plans for, for, for you, your spouse, your marriage, your family, and all that, and your dynamics, all of that, people are going to confuse you. They're going to discourage you. They're going to cause you to doubt. They're going to cause you to just 
to where you can end up aborting or forfeiting your promise and your purpose or damaging your marriage or your family. So really, really please discuss this with one another. Pray about it. You know, keep it to yourselves. Keep it to yourselves. Nobody has to know, especially in the beginning. When you're just starting out that you're either, you know, coming together for the first time or you're reconnecting depending on your situation, keep it private. Keep it private. No one needs to know. Even if you have children, there has to be a season where you could just keep it to yourselves and work things out. Then the time will come, the right time will come to let who needs to know, know. It doesn't make you wrong or a bad person for keeping things under wraps for a little bit. Because if you don't, you're going to get a ton of distraction. You're going to get a ton of interruptions. Um, The enemy trying to attack you, trying to tell you lies. Oh, that's not the person. It's never going to work. How are you ever going to make it work? This and that and the next thing. Don't. Don't give him any room. Don't give him any, not even a slither (laughs) of room (laughs) or opening for him to come in and do that while the two of you are trying to come together. I've seen this happen. I've had people come to me and say, I don't know, I'm confused, I feel like this is the wrong person. And after they know that Abba confirmed to them that this was his plan. And right when they were getting ready to just fully, fully come together and step into the marriage and stuff, this happens. Or families don't agree with it. Or they're telling them, you know, they need to go back to their ex. They need to stay with their ex because of X, Y, and Z. And, you know, it's never going to work. How are you going to make it work? Because of your age, because of your job, because of the circumstances, because of kids, because of the ex, because of finances. You're going to hear it all. That's why I'm telling you to keep it private. Keep it between the two of you and God. Until he tells you and gives you the green light to go ahead and start sharing. And when you do start sharing, just again, be mindful and be prepared and be ready to let it go in one ear and out the other. What people are going to say, because if you don't do that, you're going to allow the enemy to attack you with these words. And what's going to end up happening is you're going to end up your, your, your marriage before it's even started is going to start falling apart. Your family, before it's even formed and come together, is going to start falling apart. Because now you're confused, now you're discouraged, now you're doubtful. So be very mindful. If you know you've got people that are not in your corner, that don't support the two of you coming together, I wouldn't say anything. Live your life how you know Abba is calling you to live your life. Do it away from people. And please understand, I am not condoning secrecy or... That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying keep it private. Okay, and if you have people that you can trust, then yes, of course, by all means. And and if Elohim's telling you to share it, because again, remember, be obedient to what he's telling you. If he's telling you to stay quiet, stay quiet, stay quiet, and focus on what he's telling you to focus on. You know, I've I've seen people where nobody knew they were together, and all of a sudden they announce, "Hey, we're married," or you know, uh, all of a sudden they announce, Hey, we just had a baby, you know, like they keep things quiet. They keep it private. I personally don't share any part of my personal life on my social media. The only thing I share on my social media really is my ministry and maybe a few encouraging posts here or there, or maybe if I felt like sharing something one day, 
but it's never about my personal life. I've just always been a private person and because of what I have personally experienced and seen, and sadly because I come from from loved ones that don't support um, or are in disagreement with me and whatnot, I just, I stay to myself. And I keep my personal life to myself. Because I'm not going to allow anybody to speak negatively towards me, towards my family, towards what, what Elohim is doing in my life, and so on and so forth. I'm not going to allow anybody to speak any kind of negativity or anything like that towards me or anybody I love. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> and if it does, then, you know, that's it. It's I, I forgive you and I'll pray for you, but that'll be it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to allow it again. You know. Um, and that's just, just how it is. And that's how it should be. You know, as spouses, you should always protect your spouse. You should always, um, you know, stand up for your spouse, stand up for your kids, protect your kids. That's how it should be. You don't allow anybody to talk to you or, or your spouse or your children or anything like that or God, you know, in, in, in such a way, you know, please, please don't ever allow that. Okay. Please don't ever allow that. But that is the word that I have for you. I wanted to share the devotional and I wanted to share um, my take on it. And again, a lot of it is, uh, I've already talked about it in past episodes, but your marriage is unique. Your marriage has purpose. You and your spouse are perfect for one another. And um, it's either the family you're going to have or, the, or the, the callings, the gifts, whatever it is that he's given you. He's bringing you together in marriage because there's something the two of you are going to do together or make together. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's going to be planning churches, if it's making a ministry, making babies. I don't, you know, it, it could be anything. It could be anything. And that's what's so beautiful about it. You know, that is what's so beautiful about it. But you can't do it with anybody else but that spouse. And that's what's even more beautiful. I think anyways, it's my opinion, but... Um, you can't do it with anybody else. You can try. It won't work. (laughs) It's that simple. So you're different from the rest. Your marriage is unique. It was ordained by him. It's special to him. And you have a mission. Like the episode I made, Married for a Mission. Okay? So that is the word that I have for you. That is probably going to be it for a few days. Thank you so much for being patient with me and understanding, especially with my episodes from earlier. I pray I got the message across. Um, I'm really sorry. I'm really praying that um, Abba will provide provision so that I can get better equipment um, and maybe a, a better space to, you know, be able to record these episodes and stuff. But until then, I'm going to do what I can with what I have. I'm thankful for what I have. And I just pray that all of you um, will continue to be understanding and um, not mind any background noise or interruptions or poor sound quality. Just please hang in there with me. And hopefully by his grace, um, I will be able to just have better equipment and um, a place where, you know, I won't be distracted or interrupted or anything like that. So... We will see what happens and I will continue to pray and have faith that he will provide what's needed. 
So with that being said, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk with you in my next episode.